0: Let's get this party started! I'm back, and we're making eggplant mushroom meatballs. Oh, yes we are. Now look at that. You cannot tell me that that doesn't just look scrumptious. And I've done a little cooking in advance so that we could make this pretty quickly. I want you guys to see how easily you can feed your whole family for dinner and make it super snappy. Okay, so we need mushrooms, don't we? And onions, of course, because who can really cook without onions and why would you ever want to? Okay, so uh, I have my, you can probably see them already on my cutting board. I have my onions that I've been chopping and I also have a mushroom right here, sort of a medium-sized mushroom and I'm just gonna dice it up and then get to sauteing. So if I've had a tricky week, which this week has been a tricky week, uh, I love to chop vegetables. It makes me very relaxed. It's one of the things that I do that is joyful. I love to have my hands touching vegetables and chopping away and it gets kind of my creative juices flowing because if I'm busy and I don't have a lot of downtime for me, then I get to kind of breathe and chop vegetables and it just feels wonderful. Okay, so but like I said, I've been cooking a little bit before you guys got here, so I have my, my um, onions already sauteed, you can see what this like, it looks like over here, and uh, i told you guys this before, I always salt and pepper as I go, because if you do it at the end, then I'm afraid you're going to over salt, so I've got my um, onions sauteing over there. And then I have my, oh, mushrooms, you make the world go round. I've got my mushrooms right here when I put it in the light so you can see it. Mushrooms are great because, um, you know, sometimes I saute them in mushroom broth if I wanna not have the oil, but mushrooms are great because they themselves bring all this beautiful liquid to whatever recipe you're doing. So you can see these guys are already sauteed up. I mean, I'll I'll get them warm just for the fun of it, but um, they are pretty much done here. And then, like I said, you know, when I make these things, I salt and pepper as I go. They're already salted and peppered, but I, I do that just so that I don't overdo it at the end. Okie dokie. So, let's, let's add this to my cuisine art. Now, I told you guys this before as well. If you think cuisine art, and, oh my gosh, I can't afford it, just know that I got this guy refurbished on Amazon, 59 bucks. So anybody could and should have one of these things because you get to mix everything together and it makes life really easy. So I have this guy, I'm just going to do this right here. Now, sometimes things fall out, okay, kitchens get messy. That's okay, that's part of the creative process. A messy kitchen is a creative, can be a part of the creative process. But another thing I always like to tell you guys is First of all, that these pans are super heavy, so know that in advance. So if you're gonna cook with these, I have to, I have to rest it on the thing, because these things are so heavy. So if you're gonna cook with one of these, then you uh, kind of be prepared. Anyway, in my mushrooms, yum, yum, yum. You can see, I don't know if you can see, I hope you can, but there's still all this juice at the bottom of the frying pan, which is so good. Okay, anyways, this is gonna be one of those recipes where you get to just put everything in, hit the button, then you kind of got your meal, which is great. Okay, so remember I said mushroom eggplant. So now where's the eggplant? So, so far we have very little oil. Okay, bringing out my eggplant. Kind of a medium eggplant. It's not that big. This is, uh, yeah, I'll just say medium eggplant. So I just baked this around 400 and I did what I usually do, which is I put it in the oven and then I kind of forgot about it, took a shower, came back, voila, it was done. So um, these recipes are not hard. I guess that's my point there. So I take the skin off, put that skin right there. Hold on people. I take the skin off and usually when you've baked it for as long as I have, skin just falls right off and therein lies the beauty. So. Uh, I'm gonna have all this juicy eggplant, which just like the mushrooms, has all of its juice. Oh, see how beautiful that is? Now, obviously I let it cool, so it's not, you know, be careful, things get obviously hot. Oh, you see that liquid? Can you see that liquid coming through? Oh, so many comments coming through right now on Facebook that I can't even see my own liquid falling in this, but uh, thanks for your comments, everybody, and thanks for watching, and I hope you're sharing, because it's dinner time. Say, whoa, you see so loose that the eggplant's just falling right off. This is beautiful. This is just what we want. Oh my gosh, it's a it's an eggplant in perfect shape. So I'm gonna pull this apart. It is still warm inside, so watch out. But um, it's always great to get your hands dirty. You know, I think those who love to garden, love to cook because they love to have their hands and fingers all, all up in it. So that's my eggplant, that's my onion, that's my mushroom. So now, oh, how I love you. Light life, light life tempeh, you're beautiful. Okay, so this thing of tempeh right here has two and a half servings. Each serving is 16 grams of protein. That means the whole thing is 40 grams of protein. So I still wanna hear like, what do vegans eat? And how do they get their protein? Because they get it from a gazillion things, including mushrooms, things like mushrooms have protein as well but uh, they also get it from beautiful things like tempeh which is fermented soy so i'm just cutting through the package they they at light life like to double package and i'm going to use about two thirds and then again we're getting our hands dirty so i'm just going to crumble this all up i'm taking all the space in my cuisine art which is so great so just to kind of recap we've got onions mushrooms eggplant and tempeh so we've got the base but what's the point of meat Spices. That's the only thing that makes meat taste like meat is the spices. So, we're about to go to town. This is one of those recipes where you just like anything you got, put it in. And I'll show you all the things that I have that I'm going to put in. So, hold on here. All right. First, I'm putting in dill. Ooh, la, 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 la. And another thing about cooking is you kind of have to. Feel it, you know, and a lot is to your taste. So if you're a mushroom freak, well add more mushrooms. I added 12 mushrooms, but if you're a mushroom freak, add 15. Sauté 15. So here we've got some dill. I'm going to put in some dill. But if you're crazy about dill, then put in more. So I do a huge pinch of dill, oregano. This is just fun. Okay, oregano, basil. Of course, I've been salt and peppering the whole way through. I also have something that I really love, which is called smoky salt. We bought so much of it because we love it that then we put it in this little container. But uh, smoky salt is just wonderful and it gives it a depth that regular salt does not. So I like to put in, whoa, hey, ho. I I like to put in a lot. But of course, now again, you have to make this to your taste. So of course, if you are having conversations with your doctor about, you know, holding back on the salt, then you gotta do that. And I'm sorry, if that's the conversation you're having, I am sorry because smoky salt is a super fun thing. But more than smoky salt, I want you to know that the answer to all things, in my opinion, uh, that you try to make taste like meat or or even meat itself is cumin. So cumin's one of those things that can be a little bitter, so you don't want to add too much. And sometimes I get a little bit like overzealous with Mm -hmm. the cumin, Uh, but I'm just gonna add I'm gonna try to not add a heaping teaspoon, tablespoon, because I've done that before and it got too bitter. Just a regular tablespoon of, kind of a flat tablespoon of cumin. Now I like my stuff spicy. So I've got a Spanish paprika, which is different than a sweet paprika. So this is gonna be super spicy. And that's how I like it. Oh my gosh. So how many things do I have here? Dill, basil, oregano, cumin, Black salt, smoky salt, spicy paprika, and now something that I got at the Spice House in Chicago. Oh, how I love the Spice House! I love the Spice House, and I'll be back because I need more stuff. They just call it Mr. Spice House. It's like their classic thing for meat. So I was like, well, all right. I mean, because they know at the Spice House, they know that what makes meat taste good is the spices. Thank you Spice House. So I've got something here, so many things in it, I can't even list them all, but it's called Mr. Spice House. Okay, so Mr. Spice House is also going in. All of this is a tablespoon. And of course you can get this recipe on my website, ElizabethAlfano.com, and I'm gonna have all the measurements. So a tablespoon here, a teaspoon there. It'll all be on my website, Elizabeth, E-L-Y-S-A-B-E-T-H. Now, nooch. We also have so much uh, nutritional yeast that we put it in this container. But you're gonna do four tablespoons of nutritional yeast, No, dough, see this is why you want all the juice from your mushrooms and your eggplant because uh, it's gonna infuse into the nooch. So that's kind of good. Then for good measure, because I always do this with my meat as well, I'm gonna do a tablespoon of soy. There you go, that's always nice. And, oh, yeah, I'm not done yet. I'm not done. Okay, so there are lots of ingredients, but most of them are just simple spices. So hopefully you guys can see this. My, I've got a lot going on here, but hopefully you can see this. Back to my cutting board. Fresh mint. Now, I got this from my mama. Always put fresh mint in your meat dishes. So, but of course, we're not making meat. But when she would make meat, she would put them in her meat dishes. And so now if I'm making a vegan lasagna, I'm making a vegan pasta bolognese, I'm making vegan meatballs, always dice up some fresh mint. So uh, now it's kind of summer, you get lots of mint, which is good. So I'm just gonna dice this super fast and then throw it into my Cuisinart. And I think before I hit the button, I think I only have one more ingredient besides an extra bit of salt and pepper for fun, is that I'm gonna have roasted garlic. Now, you see, we haven't done anything major here. We've just basically added a bunch of spices. Roasted garlic, you'll take a whole head of garlic, I put it in tin foil, I snip off the top, and then again, I go away and I forget about it. And when I come back, it's all roasted and I can peel it away like I'm gonna do now and I like my stuff spicy, I like my stuff garlicky. So I just, I go for four cloves of garlic. Now if you are not a garlic fan, and I did meet one person who's Italian, Stefania, I'm talking to you, she doesn't like garlic. So you never know. I mean, I love garlic because I'm Sicilian and I gotta have it, but every once in a while there's somebody out there who doesn't like garlic. And of course, if that's you, then don't do it. But uh, for me, it's a must, and I'm peeling my garlic now. Now, garlic, here's another little thing. People always say, oh, you know, who's got time to peel garlic? And I agree, who's got time to peel garlic? And usually I'm all about making it fast and doing, you know, cutting around the edges if you have to. Don't do it with garlic, don't do it. So if you're in the store and you see one of those huge things of garlic with all the garlic peeled and sitting in the juices and stuff, which I don't even know what that is. I think that's like chloride water. I don't, I don't know what that is, but it's, uh, if it's just hanging out there, don't do it. Just garlic's gotta be fresh and uh that's what makes good garlic garlic so um does take a little bit of time just like peeling even the roasted garlic now i'm peeling it and i do have to kind of pry it free because it's mushy and sticky and yummy it's making my house smell so great uh oh that one came off nice you see that how fast that was okay so i'm gonna do one more because i love it uh so it does take a little bit of time yeah okay all right makes your fingers sticky whatever uh, I like it and I don't want to buy it from a store already prepackaged. okay now I am going to like I said resalt just a little bit for good measure hold on people hold on oh get my garlic free okay the garlic's free okay oh oh sorry one more ingredient before I forget I know it seems like it's a lot but um, put this over to the side now, if you've had a bad week, this is where you really get to have fun. I bought this in Puerto Rico. An artist made this. It's uh, been hand-carved. I have my very favorite wassa crackers. I always get these. I love these things, wassa crackers. You can see I ripped the, the box. I was so interested in getting into my wassa crackers. So I make my own bread crumbs, and I just, cracker crumbs, I guess. I just do it this way. Get everything in my Bowl all, all kind of chopped up, break all the crackers, and then I really get my emotions out. Okay, so this kind of feels good. But I like to do this. I'm just making my own breadcrumbs. This is uh, Mortal and Pestle. This is super handy. I, it's like older than the hills. I think it's the oldest cooking tool ever in existence, uh, and people still use it, like me, and I like to. This is just a said sometimes your kitchen gets messy so one of the things about a messy kitchen when I'm cooking okay we're all done is I try to clean as I go otherwise it's overwhelming so I just try to clean as I go hope you guys can see that I'm putting this in oh my cuisine art is so super full okay a little bit of salt pepper just to just to for good measure okay and then right about now you should be putting your oven on 375 and getting it all warmed up. Okay, now here we go. My handy dandy quiziner, it's gonna do its magic. So, no real finessing here. Everything goes in and boom. and it's chunks it's wonderful okay so now I'm going to uh, of course we all have clean hands I, you know obviously obviously clean my hands before I got cooking so uh, I'm just going to do what we Italians do and that is I'm gonna make a meatball oh nice and warm it's nice and warm cuz my mushrooms and my onions were warm and I like to make them about this big and I just roll them in my hands, really feels like I'm with my Italian grandmother. And I put them on the parchment paper. Parchment paper is awesome because it doesn't, you know, stick to the pan, keeps all the things that you put on it, whatever you do in, in baking, uh, it won't stick to the pan, which is wonderful. That's too small. I'm not doing that. My meatballs are larger. Uh, so I'm just gonna make, well, this guy's kind of big, I love this, I love this. It's like Play-Doh as a kid. So that guy's kind of a big meatball. I won't do too many more like him. He's a little too big. But you get the idea, and I'm not gonna make all of them, but uh, you get the idea. I line this up on my parchment-lined tray, baking sheet, and I cook it at about 375. Now, usually I do it for 35 minutes. And then by the time they're ready, it's awesome. And at the same time that I'm doing this, I'm making linguine pasta. So these are gonna look like this. I'm going to bake them. So very little oil has happened here, people. Uh, Particularly if you're gonna saute your onions and your mushrooms in mushroom broth, then you have no oil whatsoever. So meanwhile, at the same time, you'll be making your pasta sauce. Super easy, saute garlic and onions with, a can of tomato sauce just a can just put it in and a little basil and oregano and then at the same time you're also boiling your pasta and here's a lesson about pasta no matter what it says on the box you don't want to follow the directions so this linguine said between seven and nine minutes do not do that I cooked it for five and a half and the reason is because then I'm gonna continue to cook it so that it it has the taste of the tomato sauce, so I'm going to combine some of the pasta and tomato sauce, so the pasta will keep cooking, and if you actually follow the directions on the the box or the, the bag that you bought it in, you'll overcook it and it will no longer be al dente, and that's the worst. So, once you have it all together, you'll have your al dente pasta with simple tomato sauce we want garlic, onions, and tomatoes. That's all, salt and pepper, rais- oregano, basil. But, and then you have your three meatballs. Here's an example of, and then I put some mint around just to make it pretty. But here's an example of my mushroom eggplant meatballs on linguine pasta with uh, some tomato sauce, and it's super yummy.